0: Episode 61 for February 2009. The Spider Man Crawl Space podcast is sponsored by mailordercomics.com. They're an online leader in comic book subscriptions. and They'll put a few more dollars back in your pocket, and these days we can all use it. Their discounts start at 38%, and they go up to 75% off the cover price of new comics and trade paperbacks. An example of their great pricing is Amazing Spider Man, number 591. The cover price is 299 Mail order has it for $1.85, which is 38% off. So check them out at mailordercomics.com and tell them the crawl Space sent you. Alright gang, uh, let's see, we're gonna tackle the reviews of Amazing Spider-Man number 582 to 584 and the Amazing Spider-Man extra issue number two. And, uh, let's tackle 582 basically it wraps up the Molten Man storyline with, uh, Harry Osborne going
1: to his ex-wife's house. So, JR, what'd you think of that issue? Well, I I like the issue. It's always uh, it's always good to see Harry man up and take some action. Uh, yeah, I liked uh, I I liked the issue. I gave it an overall B. Uh, mm-hmm. Some other things I liked. I liked the the goofy neighbors, including the wife who was trying to save her mother's tutor chest when the molten man was going to burn the neighborhood down, and uh, <laughs> when uh, when uh, Liz asked Harry if he's been supervillain planning, and Harry says no, it's normal person planning. <laughs> so. But uh, slot working in a reference to old Charlie Wiederman, the other molten man. I didn't expect that. I kind of thought that the JMS era was going to be kind of ignored by everybody. But uh, slot brought a reference to that, which was kind of surprising. Yeah. And uh, my other like was poor little Normie wondering why his family has to be so weird. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he wonders why they just can't be normal. And uh, I think I forget who responded. I think Liz said that nobody was normal, but I thought it was funny that you know, he was wondering why his family had to be so weird. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really have any real dislikes either. Um, the only one of my usual the my the only one of my usual gripes, which I'm going to probably have to give up if I'm going to continue to read continue reading comic books, is uh, when Peter appears. I mean, when Peter disappears and Spider Man appears, yeah. and again nobody figures it out. You yeah, know. No kidding. Yeah, you know I mean. <laughs> And you know Peter doesn't come back. You know it's like he just abandons them and doesn't come back. But yeah. Spider Man is there. Nah, get a clue. But <laughs> I'm going to have to give that up. It was, uh, but it was a solid effort. I give it a, I give it a B. Uh, okay. I like the writing and I like the art by Mike McCone.
0: Yeah, and uh, that's one of your higher issues you've rated. I think.
1: Yeah, it was. It was. In fact, it was a rather. It was a pretty decent month overall. I was surprised. Cool. It's been probably, in my opinion, the best month. Uh, or the best month since brand new day started.
0: Okay, Kevin, what do you think of that 582 issue?
2: I'm going to have to mostly agree with JR. Um I'm leaving all my complaints about the reveal with what happened to Harry and that explanation with part 1 because it's really a part 1 thing and so just judging this one on its own, it it wasn't it was not bad. Uh it was a fairly entertaining issue, you know. I I can't say a lot more specifics than JR already gave, he gave a good overview, but um I would give it a B. And, of course, Mike McCone's art is always great, so that's good. And it's a a fairly solid issue for what it was. Right.
0: Uh, Do you do do, – I don't think I remember the last time you gave a comic book a B in a long time either.
2: I don't know. <laughs> I, I remember
0: your f's are quite frequent
2: but <laughs> yeah, well, uh, crazy Chris on the message board totaled them up i didn't realize they were quite that frequent but uh <laughs> I did give an a last month so that's something although right. I gave out a, an f or two
0: right okay we got two B's is that correct mm-hmm. yes let's see uh Zach what are you giving it i'm gonna give it a b
3: okay make it three um it was a lot better than last the previous issue uh, it really did help. Make the last issue a lot better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went back and read them both, and so, to be quite honest, it wasn't. It, there wasn't anything upsetting about this book that I didn't like. Um, yeah, it was. It was good. It was a good book, but not bad. Right. Cool. Uh,
0: I'll have a whole lot to say to it. I know. <laughs> We're all worn out after the trivia game. <laughs> I'm actually. I'm, I'm thumbing through it as I'm listening to you guys answer. But Stella, yeah, to I- – the- Stella, what'd you think?
4: Uh, I agree overall with JR's um, assessment of the month as a whole that it was one of the best months in. one Not one more day, brand new day so far. Right. But I like this issue out of all four of them that we read uh, the least. I gave it a B minus. Uh, I just thought it was too neat and everything was wrapped up too nicely in a nice little package and bow. And there are some things that I just. Did not, I don't know. You know, who would carry around a harpoon in the back of their trunk? <laughs> Frankly, <laughs> not me.
3: I also it.
4: don't think that webbing would actually hold up against, uh, someone's face that happened to be on fire, but, you know. Well, it, could
3: it, be- uh, well, it actually hardens, you know. Oh,
4: okay. Excuse me?
3: <laughs> it, the webbing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the webbing. It
0: hardens. Okay. Not when you that's get awesome. older, though. <laughs> 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 oh, wow. Oh, JR from well, that's, when you, that's when you need a I, little
3: blueprint. I
0: tell you what, uh, JR hit Kevin last month about his girlfriend. That's what your girlfriend said. Now he comes out of nowhere. I love it.
4: <laughs> and um, no one's mentioned it but the epilogue in the back with the bookie and how he finally has discovered who the Spider-Tracer killer is. Right. Still we're coming back to this thing that he's he has this agreement with Spider-Man and I just want to know when this agreement happened. Like it really bothers me. Do you, any of you remember when the bookie I, made an agreement with I, Spider-Man? I don't. It was no, like I don't. the
3: uh, Enforcers book when they The what? When the enforcers came and guest starred in the book, it was a it was a Bob Gale book. That's why nobody wants to remember it. Uh, <laughs> but they made it. Uh, they had an unspoken deal where he wouldn't take him to jail if he would help him find. Um, How do you make that deal tester?
2: without speaking?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Wait, you,
0: wait, you know what? I, just, I, Gene I Gray I, there. You, you, you know, lift I, your I, left I, eyebrow. That's wor- <laughs> we've got a deal, brother. Lift your left eyebrow. <laughs> yeah. uh, so sorry, what was I it? B minus Stella. Yes. Okay. I, I'll go with Stella on that. I'll, I'll say B- minus. also. I, I love the artwork. I think, uh, Kitson, is that it? Yeah, that was Mike McCone. Or M- Mike McCone. Mark, Mike, well, Kitson's not bad either. Uh, <laughs> I just, I, I liked, um, the, the fight that went to the new, uh, subdivision where he got all the tar all over him. I thought that was a neat, interesting way to fight the Molten Man. I just, uh, ki- uh Hit him up with some brand new tarred pavement. <laughs> I don't know, I just thought that was kinda neat. Uh, I like that the uh, little Normie is a little creeped out that, uh, Peter Parker is friends with Spider-Man. He instantly dislikes Peter now because he has an association with his daddy's, uh, asser Uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh G- I-, I agree with JR, uh, that, that, uh, if you're gonna change Spider-Man into Peter Parker that quick in the middle of New Jersey, you need to have a more explanation of a panel of than Harry Osborn going, "What? Oh, Peter must have called you. Okay, I got it. Oh, <laughs> remember, bad. Hey, sorry. But remember,
3: but remember <laughs> though. You know, you gotta take into account. The, the brand new universe. When it comes to his identity, everybody's a dumbass. I guess. So, so. I guess. But so. I feel um, like it's supposed
4: to. I'm sorry.
3: Well, but they're also supposed to explain it later. They said that there's this unforeseen stuff. We I just know.
0: having the character question the appearance of Spider-Man is doesn't ha- shouldn't be how it works I don't think. I think Spider-Man should say, "Oh, Peter called me. Yeah, we're cool. Uh, he's out under a bush." I'll, I here I'll save the <laughs> day. Uh, but he's a, he's a pansy. It, it, I just think that's a that's a cheap writing solution in my opinion. Granted we as a reader go in there with an expectation that uh, Lois Lane can't figure out that Clark Kent is Superman because he's wearing a pair of glasses. But come on. <laughs> One minute, Peter is there. The other minute, Spider-Man is there in New Jersey. That's why I always wonder when Spider-Man goes to California or he goes somewhere else and Peter Parker's there, why they don't put it together. I just don't like that. Anyway, that was my only gripe with it. Um, Etc. So I'll give it a B minus. Let's move on to 583, which is on its 51st printing. It's been reprinted so many times <laughs> with, the, because it has, uh, four pages of Mr. Obama in it. And it's, uh, five. Just, five. We're on five printings. I'm sorry. Five printings. Uh, the cover that I got was the Ramita Sr. cover. With, uh, well, somebody activity. still bought.
3: Somebody still bought that for eighteen dollars. I just can't get over that. Who bought 18, that for eighteen dollars? Somebody on eBay bought that cover for eighteen bucks. I,
2: I looked at Midtown Comics this morning. I think that's about what uh, that cover's going for.
3: Mm, that's ridiculous.
0: For the Romita one or the Obama?
2: The, for the Romita one. The, the Obama one's going for at least two hundred. Wow. Yeah. Wow. The, the original printing of it. Well, let The get? second, third, fourth, and fifth printings are more like four dollars. Mm-hmm.
1: Did anybody get one of the first printings of the Obama cover? I, oh, I, I don't know.
2: Did. I didn't. Uh,
1: no. Did anybody get a second printing?
0: I got a third printing of the Obama one.
1: I got a second
0: printing. I okay. just was
1: wondering uh, what which printing people were able to pick up. And
0: you know, I I, I wanted it just because I'm a Spider-Man collector to have it. You know.
1: Yeah. I was going
3: to use it for toilet paper, but then I thought I wasn't spending Ouch.
0: Ouch. Anyway, let's start with JR since we started. Kidding,
3: I'm kidding. I don't want to get, you know, shot at when I walk outside.
0: JR. (laughs) You're going to get shot if you clean up interrupting.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All the way from. Oh, he just did it again, (laughs) (laughs) goddammit.
0: Let's hit JR. What did you think of the issue? It's spotlighting Betty Brandt in this one
1: i liked it i always liked betty uh she's a good supporting cast member and uh i'm still kind of a, a little bit uh, amazed that she and peter haven't uh tried to hook up again considering that uh, they were willing to uh, go under the sheets while she was still married to uh, Ned leeds but uh it was i mean what can i say it was a nice little story uh it was written by mark wade mm-hmm. and uh i uh, always uh, i've always been a little suspicious of mr wade after that horrible horrible house of M spider-man story uh, a few years ago. But he, but he turned in a solid one this time. Uh, I liked, uh, you know, I liked the art, uh, from Barry Kitson. I didn't feel that it was as jarring as, uh, you know, sometimes on this art from issue to issue, it's like you get whiplash or whatever. You, one, uh, one style to, to, uh, one that's completely different. And, uh, this one, uh, Barry Kitson, uh, follows Mike McCone, uh, pretty easily. It's easy on the eyes. And, uh, it was good to see uh, Jay Jonas Sr. again. Uh, nice to know they haven't forgot him. Yes. And, uh, I did not know that movies start up if you hit stop, stop, play. I am going to have to try that out. <laughs> did
0: it, so. Has anybody tried that? Does that work? I, I was amazed yeah. at that little fact too.
4: And usually the DVD says, uh, press start again to play it from the beginning. Like once you pause it or stop it, so.
0: Look, we're getting DVD tips and comic books these days. <laughs> so, but J- I, also,
1: R- I also give this one a B.
4: Okay.
0: And Stella, what do you give this one?
4: I gave it a B+. I okay. thought it was a cute, touching story, and I enjoyed having Betty Brant as a mouthpiece. I thought that was different, having someone that wasn't Peter or the main cast of characters. Frankly, I wonder what Betty was thinking, giving Aunt May's number to a random man off the street. I wouldn't give my number to a random man, let alone an older woman that could potentially be my grandmother. So I question that. And... I also, you know, margaritas are a dangerous thing. And if we had more time, I would tell you a story about me and in an incident with a margarita. But um oh, Go
0: ahead. <laughs> well, you know what? Surprisingly enough, we have a lot of time. Uh, <laughs> I haven't heard this story yet. Let, let's hear this. What, what happened with you and a margarita?
4: Well, I went to San Antonio in October oh, with I one of my story. friends. Okay. And, uh, she wanted to go visit her uh, ex-half sister-in-law, if you follow that logic, and then oh, really? her niece, who were visiting. They usually live in Dallas, so we ended up going to a Mexican restaurant that was on the Riverwalk. And I order a mango margarita, but I'm very, I very uh specifically say a small, like the you know the smallest.
0: They brought you so, a pool. There's a giant pool. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, the you know the woman next to me, she also got a mango one and. They got the smaller one first, but I gave it to her. You know, give it to your elders or whatever. And then the uh, the the waiter comes in with this huge margarita for me. I'm like, nice. I did not order this, so I ended up like I did drink the entire thing. But I'm a small person, and yeah, I was very tired afterwards. Wow. <laughs> very tired, eating very eating tired eating after margaritas. Uh, that I was just,
0: a margarita team up, if I've ever heard of it.
4: Yeah, it was awesome.
0: Um. So b b plus, I think, from you. yes. and uh, Kevin, what do you give this one?
2: I'm gonna give this one an A plus.
0: Nice, nice. I, th- mm. I thought this was oh.
2: second second only to the Flash Thompson issue. This was the best issue since brand new day started by far. Um, Mark Wade writes a great story, clearly. I mean, he's a great writer. Um, I wasn't that impressed with his shocker story, but he was much more on form here. And uh, Barry Kitson's art is great. You you cannot assail Barry Kitson's art, really. Right. Um, I mean, there are just a lot of nice little things. The whole plot was really good. It was really entertaining. But you know, things like most writers honestly really suck at drunk dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> but Mark Waite wrote some good, relatively realistic, and most importantly funny drunk dialogue in this issue. It was just... It, it was an, a pleasure to read from start to finish. I, I really enjoyed the whole thing. I, I definitely give it an A plus, um, but that's not counting the backup.
0: Yeah, we haven't hit the backup yet.
2: Yeah, so A plus I, purely for the front story.
0: I, I love that uh, I'm looking at the issue right now. The uh, the girlfriend with Betty Brant goes, so is it true they call you Puny Parker in high school? Puny, puny. <laughs>
2: anyway, <laughs> I thought that was pretty cute. I like Betty's line when she walked into uh, Harry Osborne's place along the lines of, oh, they installed wobbly floors. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: and let's do Zach. What do you think? What do you give this issue?
3: I'm going to give it an A+. I'm going to agree with Kevin. Nice. And- and uh, hang on, I'm getting a phone call. It's Hitler. Okay. He's calling from hell. It's frozen over. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, I was wondering where that was going. Uh, me
3: too. <laughs> I'm like, what? Uh, so A+, what did you like about it? I- I, it was a fun story. It was a gr- it was much better one-shot than, than the Roger Stern book. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is how you do a one-shot. Now, I hated the cover. I like the, the whole crap on the cover is the action is his reward and (laughs) a tribute to dating. (laughs) I was going. Who are the two chicks with him on there?
2: (laughs) Um, Cougars, man. Cougars. (laughs) 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 Uh, Meow. I felt like, I felt like that was,
3: I I really, when I looked at that cover, I was going, oh
2: my God. (laughs) That cover actually would have been great if it wasn't for the wording on it. The wording.
3: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
0: That's, I think that's whacker with the word balloon. Yeah. But anyway. So A plus out of you. Wow.
3: Yeah, and, and we're not we'll get to the backup story in a little bit.
0: Okay. Uh B plus out of me, Lo- I love Betty Brandt. I love that they're doing something with her finally. Instead of just being a poor divorced woman that married the hobgoblin, or allegedly. Um the only problem I had, and I, I like the artwork. I I got it confused with Mark McCone, but the only problem I had with with it is if you've made out with this chick in the 70s, and <laughs> and you're single, and you're lonely, <laughs> but you have great are responsibility. You, you know, are you but, saying
2: friends with benefits, Brad? I
0: would say Peter, <laughs> of all people, I think he'd make a move on her. All he got was a kiss at the end of the night. I think, well, it wouldn't have been that good a story if he would have been a jerk, but I think he would have tried to kiss her or something. Jr., am I out of line? Do you think he would have made a move? Because they slept together back in the 70s.
1: Yeah, they did. I don't so, know, maybe there's still, maybe there's still a lot of baggage from that. Uh, maybe Peter still has some residual guilt over that or something. I, but, uh, I, just I thought that would be the conclusion.
0: I mean, this is the most he's been involved with a woman since Brand New Day, and they've been friends
1: for 40 years. <laughs>
0: I mean. There's going to be a benefit. I can I can, I can see
1: why he did. I can see why he didn't. Uh, I would let her. I I can. They uh they had an indiscretion once, and I think maybe yeah. and their relationship's been through so much. They might they may just kind of have one of those agreements that uh, you know let's just be friends and we'll just leave it at that and we won't. Yeah. Uh, but you know it's it's a shame because he does have good chemistry.
2: Exactly. I mean it, it's well, not like, it uh, like they were starting to set something up between them. They're just going slow with it.
0: Yeah, that that could be true.
2: But and honestly, I think I'm st- we we all know I'm still a very large proponent of the marriage and it should still be around. But I think this issue, more than any other that's come before, made the case for the idea of brand new day. Mm. I, the, if they had been writing stories like this from the beginning, actually, you know, doing something with the idea that he's not married anymore, I still prefer the marriage. But this actually. For the first time, I think ever, gives this continuity a reason to exist.
0: Yeah, and you can't do that story with Mary Jane. Him having her search for a girlfriend for him. Yeah, actually, you, you can't. The, you can't do that.
2: <laughs> what thirty uh, nine issues now? That that was, yeah. I think, was issue number thirty eight. It took them thirty eight issues to get to finally one story that they could not have told with a married Spider Man, like they said was the whole point. <laughs>
0: It was just a nice little, um, one-shot issue. I mean, it, it kind of progressed the story a little bit. We, we dealt with Spider-Man's love life a little bit. And we haven't done that in 39 issues, as you said. Uh, Obama, we, the, what, how many pages was an Obama story? Five. Four, five. Uh, grade real quick, JR. What would you give the Obama story? What'd you like? What'd you hate?
1: It was a dumb story. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, but it, it, it yeah, I, I give it a C. and, I, and I, I don't make it any worse, like an F or a D minus or something, is because I had no expectations. Exactly. All it is is a publicity stunt, you know, to to uh, to uh, you know tie off the fact that he said he was a Spider Man fan at one time. Uh, it was just a stunt. I had no expectations, so I give it a C, but it was dumb.
0: But you have to admit it's genius on Marvel's part to do this so quick. This turnaround.
1: I I don't know how genius it is. I mean, uh, you it's know, genius. it's. Uh, <laughs>
0: I mean, they're up to five printings on a book that sells sixty to seventy thousand normally. They're cashing in.
1: Well, it was—I mean, but but it was—it was like a, you know, it was pre- a pretty obvious thing to do, though. I mean, uh, it, you yeah. know, I mean, Obama's showing up everywhere. The only you know, he's showed up in Thunderbolts for heaven's sakes, and uh, you know, Savage Dragon's gone through four printings now with him. So, uh, I mean, it's not. Uh, you know, it, it it doesn't take any. Str- I'm surprised he hasn't shown up at D.C. though. But then again, that's the universe where Lex Luthor was president. So, <laughs> I guess uh, Barry Obama doesn't exist over there. So.
0: <laughs> Barry Obama, that's his brother from Kansas. Um, but um, you have to admit, Joe Joe Cusada gets a lot of crap on him. But by God, he gets the he gets the name out there. He's there's so much news coverage over this book. I've been slowly slowly putting uh, news reports on the front page, but he's been on CNN, Fox News, every major news outlet has covered this story. And I just think it's ingenious of getting the word out about comic books, what Marvel's done with this book. I think it's ingenious.
1: Well, he, he, you're, you're correct. I mean, he, there's, there have been, what, three major events that have gotten Marvel in the, uh, in the, yeah. on the, uh, you know, there was the death of Captain America, there was Spider-Man unmasking, and now this. Yes. Uh, I mean, how many times has, I mean, DC, what, killed off Batman here just recently, and it, and it sank beneath the waves yeah, without so much as a ripple in the mainstream media? I'm not
0: a, so, a DC uh, guy, but, uh, Kevin didn't, uh, uh when they killed Batman, they, well, uh, DC like,
2: botched it because they yeah. did the Batman R.I.P. story, which had absolutely no resolution, and then the actual end of the story was in Final Crisis number six, and by then the media had already seen Batman R.I.P., and they realized nothing was happening. So there was basically no media coverage because they botched the delivery.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think it came around at, right around when the Obama issue came out, when Batman yeah, died. But I mean, anyway. Yeah, we've had Spider-Man, ass Death <laughs> of <laughs>
2: <laughs> Captain America, the end of Spider-Man's marriage, and this. That's at least four major – yeah. News coverage is in the past year or two.
0: Ingenious, I, and they always. Uh, if anybody, if there's a critic of this show, it's that we're too negative on the Spider-Man books. But by God, I'm patting Joe Q on the back on this one. Good job, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Kevin, grade and thoughts on the issue.
2: I give it a B. Um, okay. it, it wasn't by any means a good read, but <laughs> it it was. A good idea to do because, you know, you can not you can look at it all sinister like, oh, Marvel's just trying to inflate the brand-new day sales. But it was like of, of course they're trying to put the sales up on any of their books. Right. And the president, the new president, who is a historic president, just said he was a Spider-Man fan. So of freaking course they're going to do this. They would be stupid not to. Yes. And really with a five-page story that has to center around the president-elect, what more could you have done with it? So it it wasn't a great read. It wasn't really supposed to be. So I think they did (laughs) the best they could have done. So I'm giving it a B.
4: Stella? Um, I can't really grade it because I didn't read it, actually. I was very... I was very happy with all these issues, and then I saw that, and I was like, "I'd rather not dampen my mood." So I didn't read it. I wasn't. I'm sorry. I wasn't interested in it. I mean, the only cool thing was that chameleon was in it, and I feel like we haven't seen him for a while. But now that was kind of like a stinky way to put him in. But True. so, yeah. Zach, what
0: do you give it? What do you think?
3: Um, yeah, from a, from a Felicity <laughs> stunt standpoint. Um, okay. My my deal is is if McCain had won, and he said he was a Spider Man fan, you wouldn't have seen this.
2: Mm, yeah, you would. Yeah, if you he would. had said he was uh, a Spider Man fan, yeah, but he wouldn't would. have said that. That's the point. Yeah.
3: He said he was a Batman fan. I remember. Yeah. Well, but still, I mean, if he had, I don't, I, I really, honestly, to, in, in, I really don't think it would have seen it. But you know, it was a great way to cash in you know, on. Yeah, you know, but good way to cash in on Obama mania. Uh, I was gonna get it, get it and put it beside my, uh, my commemorative plates and, and, uh, my commemorative coins <laughs> and everything like that, but, you know,
0: cause I have a collection of that stuff. Yeah. But, with, uh, just with, like the Sha- with William Shatner on it, right. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> uh, but... <laughs> it's Texas,
2: man, it's all Jeff Gordon.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, whoa, whoa, wait. I hate at all, okay? Dude, and, uh, this is not the NASCAR podcast. <laughs> okay. God plus,
3: Thank you. It's if not. It's Texas, uh, It's one of two things. It's either Dallas Cowboys, be it the cheerleaders or the team, or 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 you know the real Cowboys.
0: Yeah. So what's your grade on the book?
3: I'll give it a C. A C. I I'll,
0: I'll give it a C. Uh, I, I thought the last panel with uh, Spidey saying that Joe Biden looks like the vulture. Wasn't bad. I think that's kind of cute. That was
2: awesome.
0: I think that's really cute. And, and you know, I'm a big Zeb Wells fan. Uh, so me, me complimenting his writing style is a do, double compliment. So C out of me. Wasn't much, but the idea behind it, freaking genius. A, a thumbs up to Marvel on this one. Alright, last issue. We're gonna tackle, oh, what's this called? Character Assassination? Oh no, we got two more issues after this. Character Assassination. 584, is that right? Yep. Yep. JR 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 penciled this one. He's back with Guggenheim on a four-part story. What do you think, JR?
1: It was okay for a setup issue, which is what it was. Um, you know, I really don't have a whole lot to say about it. Uh it, you know, other than uh, I'm surprised Boomerang, who is an Australian, is giving the shocker a lesson on why it's important to vote in American elections, but uh, <laughs> I didn't notice I mean, that. You know, Fred, Fred Myers is an Aussie, uh, so, uh, but uh, uh, I don't know what to say, really. It was okay. It was the least of the three issues this month. Um, I've already, In fact, I've already read 585 and know who Mint is. Uh, but, so do uh, I
0: because of a stupid message board poster, but go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> so do I.
1: But uh, it looks like they're finally going to resolve the menace thing and the Spider-Man tracer killer thing. Uh, good for them. Uh, and I'll wait and see what happens before I, I give this story a C plus. Uh, it's nothing spectacular. You could probably read the rest of Character Assassination uh, and not miss this issue. So, you know, pretty average. C plus. I thought for yeah.
0: sure you would have commented on the J. J. Jameson with the punching
1: bag on Spider Man on it.
0: Well,
1: I've already I, you know, I've already commented on jonah before when i mentioned i think the last time out I, I thought it was kind of nifty that he said that uh, he would not uh, he'll not die before spider-man he'll not die before spider-man and that keeps him going uh this is just another uh, i mean we know jonah hates spider-man and dislikes him yeah it was cute but i didn't feel it was worth mentioning and there's a there's a life changing
0: event for an osborne in here
1: what'd you think of the proposal well, <laughs> considering that uh, Harry's been married three times, according to this brand new continuity that we have, uh, it's not surprising two? that it's not it's not surprising that he go for number four, and he's gonna and, and this is gonna this is gonna flame out too as, as well. So poor Harry, he's just gonna be doomed in love. That's just well,
0: who did know. he marry before? He married. Uh, they
2: haven't said yet. They just they said, said. That, uh, Liz, uh, they okay. the that he's been divorced three times. That's as far as they've gone into detail.
0: Oh, good grief. He's probably like Britney Spears who's married three or four times. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Kevin, what do you think of the issue? We got one C plus
2: board. I give it a D plus. Oh shit. Um, Damn. It felt to me like he pulled out a write by numbers book and okay. just went along the lines like okay we got to get in the Frank Miller Dark Knight rip off with the newscasters okay that was good let's get in the uh JM DeMathis rip off Spider-Man hallucinates about an Osmord beating him up a little sequence okay that worked well um let's move on we've got to <laughs> check in supporting cast with uh okay let's let's get Carly we haven't seen Carly for a while okay that's good um let's have a uh, oh, oh, oh cheesy marriage proposal on top of the monument. Okay, we'll do that. And uh for the big finisher, uh yeah, okay, last time Mark Guggenheim was on the books, somebody mistook Ven for Spider Man, so let's do that again. That'll that'll be good. Wow. Okay. To be continued. Done. Okay. yeah uh. <laughs> what was, was your grade was, again? What the D? Is that what you said? Deep plus. I mean, D-plus. it wasn't. It wasn't a terrible read or anything. I just kept turning the pages. Like, okay, I know where that came from. Okay, I know which writer did this first. Um, okay, I've seen that before. And it was. Yeah, it was like a write by numbers book on a Spider Man event. And I say it didn't turn out to be terrible. I just give it a that low a rating because my God, could you please try it a little bit harder? And <laughs> I love J R Junior. I still Ooh. enjoyed his Spider Man in this, but his other characters, especially like the Chakra and stuff. <laughs>
0: Excuse Not me, really. excuse me, Kevin. What the hell was that? was right. <laughs> that. It's still a
1: No, that was my seven-year-old son uh, running running into the room and making a lot of racket, and oh, now that's... just turning out on his around on his heel and leaving. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> I really, I thought someone got pinched, <laughs> or somebody stepped on a dog or something. I, don't know. I always you know miss
2: the funny sounds when I'm talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was that, 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 I loved that, it. That was
3: my boy. He right. just he, he
2: decided <laughs> so to make very his first
3: appearance of... on the podcast. Yeah. He
0: decided to make is, his actually. presence known. His son had to run he... in and say the book sucked, too, and then leave is what basically <laughs> <laughs> So, Kevin, D-plus out of you. Uh, Yes. Stella, what do we got? What do you think? I don't think
4: I can um, compete with that gleaming recommendation by Kevin. Um, (laughs) I actually really like this issue, and I would give it an A, so I kind of feel sad because I'm by myself. Um, I actually appreciated the uh, shocker-boomerang interaction not even taking into – Account the fact that they are from two different countries, but I think it was just a nice little, um, parable or, or a, a good lesson on, you know, to vote and everything, even though we are past that. Um, and then I don't know if you guys caught this, but the, the security guards chastising that guy and how he, he could have stopped yeah. him, you know, and so it, it was kind of bringing back memories, but I just thought it was fast paced, um, and you know, I am intrigued. Like, oh, Vin could be the Spider Tracer, but who knows? This is only issue one of four, but I, I generally liked it, and I did like the. I was going to bring up the JJJ hitting the um, the punching bag, but that was already spoiled. So, but yeah.
0: So let's get this straight. We have A, C, D. Where does D plus? Uh, D plus. Sorry, and <laughs> Zach, where do you land
3: on the scale? I'm going to give it an A just to piss Kevin off. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed it. Love it. it. Um, Love it. Uh, considering I I Guggenheim has been either really good or really really bad. Yeah. He's uh he's hit his stride on this one. I think uh he's doing a lot better than he did in the last certainly the last arc he did. Not single issue but arc. Uh So I liked it. It wasn't bad. Um I've already read 585 so Unlike Kevin, who got spoiled, yeah, Um, I'm
0: I'm spoiled too. So we'll we'll hit this next month. So A for pissing Kevin off. I will will give it a B. Uh, A couple items I loved was John Romita Jr.'s artwork, which we haven't hit on. I think the cover is amazing. The uh, the webs. I just love John Romita Jr. Just anything he could draw, anything, and I'd love it. I, I especially like the panel of him getting shot from the helicopter by the police. It looks, I used that as a banner a couple of weeks ago. I think that's great. And, and, uh, when I read this issue, I thought of Kevin, actually, because if you'll read Crawlspace, um, he likes to throw in references of the past. Like, uh, somebody was D. Mateus. Who was D. Mateus in your book? Harry. H- Harry, who?
2: What? Harry Osborne.
0: Oh, his alias. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, checked, Agent Madden. I loved it that uh Guggenheim, when Spider-Man is getting shot by the helicopter, he hits the web on the rooftop, and instead of saying, thank you, God, he goes, thank you, Beyonder. Love that. I, I don't know why I loved that. I was just like, oh. And then I said, oh, that's something <laughs> Kevin would do. <laughs>
2: see, I saw that as a pretty poor attempt at a continuity reference. I just don't see Spider-Man saying that. <laughs> Well, screw it. I did. God bless her.
0: I just thought that was really cool. And and Stella already brought up that security guards, uh, referencing of, uh, Spider-Man running past the guy. Why didn't he do anything? I thought that was kind of funny. That, you don't see that happen that often. But, uh, and another thing I'm surprised Stella or anybody would have brought up, there was naked Peter Parker in this book. <laughs> I've never seen Spider-Man cling to the wall, buck-ass naked, with his Spider-Man suit covering his web shooter. I've never seen that happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I
4: see this now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He says, uh, yeah. Hi, Carly. I'm, uh, in the shower. Don't come in naked, naked, naked. <laughs> I've never, I've never in my 30 years of reading Spider-Man stories, never seen him buck ass naked, clinging to the wall, covering him his shooter. Yeah. I've never seen that happen. Uh, B plus out of me on that book. Now, let's get to the extra crap issue of uh, yeah. Amazing Spider-Man extra number 2. We've got I two. don't know if
4: I don't know if I can review. I'm all hot and bothered after looking at the picture now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> naked naked naked. Yes. Uh Anti-Venom returns by Dan Slott and Chris Bachalo and A Night Out with Wolverine by my favorite Zeb Wells. Uh, JR, your your thoughts on Amazing Spider-Man Extra. We're going to take $3.99 out of your wallet extra.
1: Well, you know, I <laughs> I actually kind of like this little issue here. Okay. I've never been a big Eddie Brock fan, and he, as everybody knows, but uh, I actually liked uh, how they handled the anti-venom here. I mean, it it, it perfectly captures Brock's self-righteousness. Uh, he's finally taken responsibility for his actions, but he's still hopelessly screwed up uh mm-hmm. thinking that he's doing the right thing by uh by uh, interfering in people's lives and sticking them with his tendrils and all kinds of other gross things but uh i i thought it captured i thought who was the, who was the author on this anyway it was it was slot Stan, slot, slot yeah, yeah I, I i like this uh, i like this uh little story i really did yep. and uh i also like the uh not not quite as much but i also like the uh zeb wells uh wolverine and uh, spider-man uh, drinking buddy issue okay. uh where uh wolverine uh, uh for since it's his birthday, you know, he picks Spider man as the guy he wants to spend some time with, as opposed to all the X Men. Mm-hmm. So it's an interesting little take on their relationship. And uh, you know, I'm trying to keep this here We've been on for quite a while. Yeah. But I would give the overall issue a B. Uh, like I said, this has been a, this has been a pretty decent month, probably the best that uh, we've had in the Brand New Day era. So, uh, so that's my uh, you know that's to the story. So
0: Ke- Kevin, three ninety nine out of your pocket extra this month on this book. What do you think?
2: I think this is a perfect example of what we talked about a few months ago with the overexposure of Spider-Man diluting the line. Mm-hmm. Because if they had just released their regular three issues, they would have had a two-for-three ratio of things I liked, which is incredibly unusual. And if you're counting each of these stories as two, they now have a three-for-five, which is not as good. Mm-hmm. Um, Anti-Venom sucked ass. I mean, <laughs> big, honky oh. oh. donkey ass. It was bad. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> First uh, off, we just, had to, we just had to bring back Chris Pochello, didn't we? We just had to when I'm paying 3.99, dollars it, It's got to be <laughs> Pichello, For wow. God's sake. I'm surprised JR didn't mention this because he said how much he hates Pochello's art before. But that, hey, I'm trying that, to
1: keep it free. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that art is just tough to freaking look at on all accounts. Yeah. And the writing, I mean... This is more on new ways to die than it is on this story, but this is an anti-venom spotlight, so I'm going to freaking say it. Um, basically, they've chucked out the window all the great potential that Roberto Aguirre Sacasa, because other people can say it wow. too. Um,
4: <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, so um, much web shooters! Oh, stop!
0: Take
4: it, take it, take
2: it! Great story with The Last Temptation of Eddie Brock and Sensational Spider-Man. He basically did kind of a Jeff Johns thing and took all this crap that's been piled on this character for so many years and boiled him down to the basic stuff that works and put a lot of potential into him and put him in a good place to go forward. And now we've thrown all that out the window, and instead we're going to amplify all the 90s cliches of, Oh my gosh, the innocents! Oh, the poor innocents! I'm such a good guy! And yeah. It sucks, I, out loud. I mean, this is everything that people made fun of the character for in the 90s, and nothing that people ever liked about him. I mean, I don't know if it's a coincidence that Slot's first writing job at Marvel was on a Venom super special in the mid-90s, but that seems to be the feel of what we're getting here, and I thought it sucked, and I give the first story an F. Okay. Yes, I handed out another F. Deal with it. Okay. Um, <laughs> story Will two... birthday? That totally redeemed the extra. I thought it was a wonderful little story by Zeb Wells. Um, everything about it was great. It was a a, a pleasure to read. Um, the, the there's not a whole lot to say, but I mean, the, Wolverine's attitude towards Spider Man—that he wanted to hang out with him because Spider Man was a good guy and he saw that goodness in Wolverine that even he doesn't believe is there—and uh, just the dialogue between the two—it was it was a great little story. I really enjoyed it. So. That redeems the issue, but I would have rather paid a little less and not gotten the anti-venom crap fest. Yep. So, yeah. all grade? A.
0: Okay, for that story. So a C out of you for the book. Yeah, okay. uh, an F and an A. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ke- Kevin, what do you give it? I mean, uh, sorry, Zach, what do you give it? I give it an F and an A. <laughs> Take two. So Kevin, I mean, damn it, Zach! What are you? <laughs>
4: Zach, what I can
0: are you keep saying?
2: talking. I mean... Hang on.
3: Okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm. T- okay. I'm... Okay. Wow. We talking are about you the extra, Eating
2: right? your dog now? Yeah, what?
3: Else? <laughs> no, I, I'm. I'm talking. Oh, a friend of mine came over, and so I had the microphone muted.
0: <laughs> okay, Stella, what do you uh think of this? Hey, whoa, story? whoa, hey, hey, <laughs> hey. Let me. Let me.
3: <laughs> God.
0: I, I have the, I have the headset on. Okay, okay. Right. Okay. What what's your what's your thoughts? Hit it. Okay. The uh the first story was we heard that the first time. Go ahead.
3: Uh, <laughs> was, 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 uh, I'm, gonna put, I'm gonna use a JR phrase and it was uh, nearly an abortion. It was just it was terrible. Um I hated the art. The storyline was like, ooh, this uh, who gives a shit about Eddie Brock? Okay, nobody gives a shit about him since you know way back, way back in the uh, in the three hundreds. Um, um I, the second story was good. I, I'm gonna uh, the first story. I'm gonna give a D minus. I'm not gonna quite give it an F because I'm not gonna give you know pe- uh, Kevin that pleasure, but of agreeing with him. <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna give it a D D minus minus and. Uh, you know, I'm gonna get the other story, which, which I thought was very good and got really more into the... but one thing that, that frustrates me is like, throughout this whole deal, one, Wolverine can't, he, he figured out Peter's identity by smelling him. Two, he's only known Peter his entire life. He's known Peter since before he was born, technically. If you wanna get, you wanna get, you know, technical. Why don't they bring that up? You're yeah. like, at least say, you smell familiar. Okay, you know, whatever. Because well, they bring that up, they brought that up in the uh in the Spider-Man X-Men team up. Yeah, you smell different, you know. So, so you give it
0: a, a F, and then a, a what was the other grade? B plus. So that would be what a C minus. It's been a while.
3: B plus.
0: <laughs> okay, gotcha. All right, Uh Stella is not here. <laughs> she, she's taking a bathroom break. But I will. I will. Uh, answer first and then we'll go to Stella in just a second. Take your caps
3: lock off. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm I will agree with Kevin. Look at that. You believe that? Oh. Uh-huh. You believe that? And everybody else, take two shots. I love me some Dan Slot hated this story. Hate I hate that Eddie Brock is anti-venom. He should be venom. I hate that Venom doesn't know Peter Parker's identity. Chris Pachalo is horrible. I, there, there is one scene, it seems like with Bacello, you, you get three-fourths of the page is like a splash. And then you get little thumbnail pictures of, of stick figures in the bottom that you have to hold to your eyes and your nose an inch away from the book to see who's in the little thumbnail. I hate that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate that shit. And, yeah, you know, I just can't take that.
2: I was reading the letters page on one of the earlier issues, and it had uh, commentary from some fans on the Joe Kelly, Chris Pachalo story. And it had, like, five letters saying how much they loved Chris Pachalo, and I see him as one of the new Spider-Man visionaries was actually something someone said. And I'm thinking these must be the same five guys that liked Humberto Ramos on Spider-Man I, yes. a few years ago.
0: I, and the, I, I just don't like Eddie Brock not being Venom. I just take him back – and kick Gargan out of the damn suit, and well, I don't know. Anyway, F F out of there. Agreed,
2: man. I agree uh, totally.
0: Ha And you know, Zeb Wells, I've given some shit to, and I I was I didn't have very high expectations when they referenced the god awful Winter storyline that Wolverine and Spider Man teamed up with, that I hated also, but by the end of the issue, I uh loved it. I absolutely love that issue. I love that uh, Wolverine finds so much moral character in Spider-Man that that's who he wants to hang out with because he wants to be a better person because someone believes in him. So I just thought that was very true to both characters. The only problem I had with it is that um, – pretty much what Kevin said. I, I wish that Spider-Man could take the mask off and just go have a beer with Logan. That's the only problem I had with the issue, but I can understand with the current continuity that they can't do that. But uh, love the issue, Seb Wells' best work ever, <laughs> in my opinion. So I'll give it a C also. But my complaint is 3.99. why the hell are we paying this for a fourth book this month?
2: Uh, you know, Brad, though, I would like to comment on a momentous occasion that just yes, happened. Sir? I don't want to let okay. it go by. Uh, you, we've been commenting for months on how you just will not give out an F. And, uh, was hmm. that your first F on a Spider-Man story ever with Anti Venom? I I think it was.
0: I think. It wow, was.
2: that is that, impressive.
0: That's an F out of me, and to Dan Slott, who I adore. I love. It was an stuff.
2: F. It was to Dan Slott, and it was in total agreement with me. I mean, these three things that's, should never happen. I, 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 I've <laughs>
3: been, that, that, that's that's almost as bad as as Spider.com getting updated.
2: I know. <laughs> We're getting to Is that. Kevin We're... Smith gonna finish Daredevil the target.
0: <laughs> Stella, are you back with us?
4: I am. Sorry, you know, four months later, and I'm still passing that margarita. So. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: uh, okay, go ahead. <laughs>
4: So overall, like the entire issue, I would give it an A minus. I read this first actually, and I loved it so much. Um, I've never been this happy in a month in Spider-Man since VND and D started, I believe. So I'm I'm very excited. Uh, I give a crap about Venom, but not <laughs> in this form. So that that'll be my only um, uh, trying to defend him from Zach. Uh, the art, of course, I'm not a fan of cello but i do appreciate um nuance, <gasps> my gosh the nuances between using color and using black and white when it was in anti-venom's perspective i did think that was pretty aesthetically pleasing Yeah. Um, So, yeah, it was kind of slow pacing, and I just think Anti-Venom is very emo-ish. He just, I don't know, there's all this inner turmoil that he has, and I wish he was a little more rounded. The second story, I absolutely loved it. The art style was vintage. Um, I loved the drunk dialogue. I was actually laughing out loud, which I haven't done in a Spider-Man mm-hmm. book for a very long time. I just love the very first time he takes that first shot, and Spider-Man's like, "Oh God, you're drunk!" and and you know the bubbles and everything. I just thought it was perfect, and the character interactions and everything. So, um, overall, a minus.
0: But do you, does everybody agree we shouldn't have to pay an extra four bucks this month? I mean, yes. I mean,
1: jeez. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, the thing, you, better, you, you better get used to it, because they're all heading that way. Yeah.
4: And isn't it, um, the next time there's an uh, a special issue, there are only two other Amazing Spider-Man issues. It's not yeah. the full three, and then that, so... That makes more sense. Yeah, yeah I agree, I agree, but still. Anyway.
2: But seriously, though, why are these stories in an extra to begin with? If you want to tell these stories, what is wrong with putting them in Amazing Spider-Man? Because they didn't
3: have enough story to fat out for a full issue. You know, <laughs> unless you're Brian Michael Bendis. Mm-hmm. I guess, still.
0: All right, that's our reviews. Uh, let's do a little pimpage. Uh, SpideyDude.com has been relaunched, sir. Hang on, I'm getting another
3: phone call. Just so a second. Oh, it's it's from Stalin. Okay, hey, buddy.
0: <laughs> hell, hell has frozen over twice. Yeah, SpideyDude.com twice. is up and running. Tell us a bit about it.
3: Um, well we're uh, we're renewing our focus like i 've spoken about in the past uh, i 've gotten the very first article up, which is the uh, kind of the prelude or the prelude to uh to the main meat of the articles which i 'm actually working on as we speak um, Clone Saga Chronicles will be up um this uh, it's going to come out monthly for right now uh, at least once a month uh we're also i'm also looking on adding uh random appearances just from you know my back issue hordes. Um. So, I, you know, we're gonna have random appearances. We're gonna have this, We're gonna bring back the scans. I'm eventually gonna be working on stuff as, such as uh, wallpapers for your phone. So nice. Um, and
0: our buddy uh, Will from the Avengers Assemble podcast is uh, doing a template for you, so you can have a little bit more, make it a little bit more spider webby.
3: Yeah, we're 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 gonna. We're, I'm working on integrating both his stuff and the stuff we already have right now. So, cool. but. <laughs> Well,
0: congratulations for getting it up. Uh,
3: well, uh, excuse I'm, me, I'm I, gotta,
0: bar- I, I mean uh, the website. <laughs> oh! <laughs> well, I,
1: have a, I have a
3: comic strip you need to read, Brad. Off, off, off topic.
1: Okay. That it.
3: That actually references that. That's pretty funny.
0: Send me a link. Okay. Okay. More, more pimpage going around. Crawl Space Number Five, the webcomic written by Kevin Cushing, is going. We're recording this show on uh, February seventh. And on February 8th, it will be online. And probably by the time you hear this, you'll have been able to read it. So tell us a bit what we can expect this issue and coming up.
2: Yeah, by the time you uh, listen to this, you should either have read or have the ability to read Crawlspace number 5 on the SpidermanCrawlspace.com message board in the Spiderman Crawlspace forum. Clearly marked as the current issue, in case you haven't found these yet. Um, this is. A lot of it is centered on uh, the Grey Goblin, Gabriel mm-hmm. Stacy, and what's been happening to him, how he became the Faceless Man. Spoiler for number four, if you haven't read it yet, sorry. Um, you're going to get a few little uh, character scenes, tie-up things from before, and by the end of it, you will know the identity of the Black Spider. So lots of revelations going on this time. Basically, Spider-Man Black is th- split up into three acts. Parts one and two were focused on paving the way for the future parts three and four are filling in the past how we got here and then parts five and six will be dealing with what's going on now
1: hmm.
0: okay so check that out and we're looking forward to it and we're are we are you keeping a set date from now on is the eighth of every month kind looking the- like
2: the eighth i decided to go ahead and shoot for the eighth this month since that's what it was last month so i'm going to keep that as my target date
0: and this, and you're working with no power half this last month too. So I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm amazed we're able to get it up. Well, wait a minute. Hey, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, yeah, throw,
2: throw him got, under the bus too about getting it up, because you know, got some shrinkage in the cold apartment. What can I say? Uh, poor bastard had no heat. How many days were you without heat? Five. I had oh, five God days God. with no power and uh, temperatures from zero to twenty degrees. And it was Kentucky, right? Yeah, this is Which? Louisville, Kentucky. We were, Obama actually declared us a uh, disaster area. You should have and...
0: sparked in, You got better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: But uh, my TV didn't survive the freezing cold. Let me just give a public, public service announcement. If you have a flat screen TV and your power goes out and it's freezing cold, don't leave it in freezing temperatures for five days because you won't have any picture when you get it back. Really? Okay, okay.
3: Well, but wait, wait, wait. Is it a plasma or is it an LCD? It's
2: an LCD. Mm. Ah. Yeah, the uh, the guys have told me I need a new main board. Whatever that means, it doesn't sound good.
3: Uh, Yeah, the new main boards, uh, that's uh, what makes the picture Mm. work.
2: Sounds like it's going to be about as expensive as a whole TV. (laughs) Yeah, it is.
3: (laughs) All right, so
0: look for Crawl Space Number 5, and on the 8th of every month, uh, God willing and power willing, we'll have one out every month.
2: Oh, and uh, this is also the first issue that uh Scott Larson, who's been doing the variant covers, is the only cover artist. So there's one cover, but let me assure you, it kicks ass. I think okay. it's the best one
0: he's done so can't far. Wait look, can't wait to see him. All right, let's do a little trip back in history to wrap up this hour with J.R., uh, mainly because the other kids weren't born around this, this year. <laughs> hey, Fe- February. JR
3: is going to put it heat in.
0: Uh, <laughs> We're doing Spider-Man, uh, Spider-History. We're going back to February of 1977. I would have been two. Jr., how old would you have been in 1977? Fourteen. Fourteen, okay. And before we start, I just want to give a thanks to Eric over at SamRuby.com, who provides these great uh, trips back in history. So, in February of 1977, we had Amazing Spider-Man, number 165. Which, uh, the title was called Stegron Stalks the City. And, uh, also this month they had Marvel Team Up number 54, which, uh, Spider-Man teamed up with the Incredible Hulk. And it's a story called Spider in the Middle, written by Bill Matlow and artist John Byrne. And also, the third issue that came out this month was Peter Parker, The Spectacular Spider-Man. And it's called And There Was Lightmaster, written by Jim Shooter, and our friend Sal Buscema did the artwork for that. So, JR,
1: what do you think of this month? Were you picking it off the spinner rack? Well, yes, I was. In fact, I actually uh, I remember uh, issue 165, because that was the issue where uh, Mary Jane and Peter got back together again after they had a brief spat. Mary uh, Jane was tired of Peter's disappearing act. Oh, what a surprise. And so she decided to take up with Flash for a while. Uh, and uh, you <clears throat> marks their, their old 500th reconciliation. Yeah. Uh, I remember that it was getting around Christmas time, uh, because the next issue is a Christmas issue. Um, Steg Dinosaur Man was never one of my favorites. Uh, I don't, uh, he's, apparently some people like, he was, this was kind of the, uh, and then the lizard shows up at the very end as well. What we had here was we had a conglomeration of two of my least favorite Spidey villains. Yeah. Uh, I remember Parker Spider-Man number three a little bit more vividly because that was the first appearance of the Lightmaster, Master. Uh, was mm-hmm. uh, the uh, although his secret identity was the Prize, uh, he was the the school counselor or insler or whatever he was. Right. And then well, team up number fifty four. That was actually a sequel to uh, sorts to Spider-Man uh, Giant Size Marvel Team-Up Annual number one, where he teamed up with the X-Men. Right. And uh, and in issue fifty four, I think started out where he was uh, being given a ride home, uh, mm-hmm. but he decided to stop off at some where uh, uh, a, there had been a nerve gas explosion or something for <laughs> for whatever. Reason. Right. He just decided <laughs> to drive in the middle of it, and uh, that's where he met the that's where he met the Hulk. So, uh, uh I, I was, I, was like it a go good was eight it a good month. month? You think? Ah, uh, not really, not yeah. really. I, Spider-Man, Spectacular Spider-Man was pretty, was very average for about two years. Right. Uh, it took uh, it took a while for it to get its sea legs, and it really didn't start. Uh, it really didn't start to click until that uh, the the first carry on story. Arc. So uh, it took a while. For, I think it was Bill Mantlo was the uh, the writer, if I'm not mistaken, on these early issues of Spectacular Spider-Man. Though I think number. Number three, though, I've got it right in front of me. It was uh, Jim Shooter
0: that wrote this one. Number oh, two. it
1: was Jim Shooter. Yeah, yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. Well, and Archie Goodwin Good took
0: over number four with the Vulture.
1: Okay. Okay. So Mantlo wasn't on the title at this time then. So. No. Okay. And anyway, but so that's basically what I remember about the month. It was an okay month.
0: Okay. Uh, cool. Alright, did anybody else read these back in the day? I, I, I remember the Stegron issue, and I remember the, uh, the Hulk team-up, because I always love Spider-Man-Hulk team-ups, and I remember how good John, how, how, the great artwork that, uh, he did in that issue, and, and, and it was, I think, the fir- first time Byrne drew the X-Men, which is, uh, in 54, and then that annual number one, wasn't it? Do you remember JR? I think it's around this time that, Burn drew the X-Men for the first time. Ah, oh, it was 53. That, that I don't remember. It was 53 as the issue preceding it. I take that back. And that wraps up our second show for February. We have another hour show coming out this month, and that will be online shortly. Before we go, let me give a big plug to our sponsor, MailOrderComics.com. They're still accepting February orders. An example of their discounts is Amazing Spider-Man, number 592. The cover price is two ninety nine. Mail order has it for $1.85, which is thirty eight percent off the cover price. Gang, thanks so much for listening. I'm your host and webmaster, Brad Douglas from the spidermancrawlspace.com. dot com.